Last month, automated back office briefings previewed some of our market research on the benefits of automated group billing. The research, which took a close look at time saved and errors reduced, is published in our latest white paper, Creating Opportunity Amidst Group Billing Chaos. You can now access the paper at www.eventionllc.com and navigate to our Automated Insights page. The paper describes in detail how group billing automation sets a hotel's accounting operations up for success despite the intricacies of billing group events. To elaborate on our final findings in the white paper, I've brought Marie Davis, Group Billing Manager, back on the show. Hi, Marie. Thanks for coming back on. Hi, Claire. Thanks so much for having me. It's good to be back. Yeah, of course. And thanks again for your collaboration on this latest white paper. Yes, it was a really fun project. And I really enjoyed getting to do that market research and and giving giving our marketing engine something to put out into the world. Well, I'm excited to have you on to elaborate on that research. And the paper's topic, Building a Group, is a complicated one and multifaceted. So it deserves more than one podcast, for sure. That definitely is correct, um, especially right now as hotels are navigating how best to bolter, bolster their operations um, coming out of COVID. And we're certainly not out of the woods there, but as we start to see business trends um, you know, bouncing back slowly but surely, um, and as we go into what's expected to be um, knock on wood, a booming economy after we um, recover from this. Um, you know, we want our hotels to be in a better position uh, for circumstances like what we've experienced um, over the spring and summer, you know, when hospitality had to pivot uh, so much of their group activity, um, which is a large, large part. Um, and in, in most regions, you know, the good majority of hotel business. Yeah, exactly. So you led the research and the data gathering on this project, as we mentioned. Can you talk to us a little bit about the specifics of what you found from a case study perspective? Yeah. So the case study that I, um, the case study research I embarked upon um, was to highlight a a global brand that has presence um, internationally at an uh, you know, a high-end uh, luxury, upper scale, whatever you want to call it, um, hotel brand that has a consolidated billing service team that we believe is what the model of, um, you know, a new, what the new normal is going to look like and what the trend will look like for the hotel finance operations. Um, we, we, we believe that we'll start seeing um, most hotel brands, especially the upper upscale and um, upper luxury level, start to consolidate a lot of their administrative services. Um, you know, accounting and finance being a big part of that. And so we really wanted to highlight what, you know, what we believe the new normal or the new best practice is going to look like um, as a case study for the group billing application. So the brand um, and I'm not going to mention names that I, you know, really did my deep dive case study on. Um, prior to implementing our application, this brand had scattered data storage and relied on literally extracting data from multiple source systems and consolidating it in, a, you know, like a web-based Excel. 
mm-hmm. um, not exactly WebBaseXL, but a platform very similar mm-hmm. and relied on the connection of multiple you know, source extracts to kind of like come up with the group billing plan for individual individual stays across their entire brand platform. So across all of their properties globally, to have your source system or have your, you know, financial decisions for the majority of your group business be based on extracts from multiple different sources consolidated into, you know, a glorified Excel spreadsheet. That's a, that's very antiquated for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and often it resulted uh, in, you know, missed consumption estimates and um, a high risk of financial loss, you know, because these groups, you know, the hotel team was only so equipped to handle the fluctuations prior to arrival in estimated spend and to cover that, um, that risk or that, um, you know, outstanding balance. So, you know, it was just a very high risk, high financial risk setup to have for a global luxury brand. Right. And sometimes this would manifest not only directly uh, within the back office operation stability, but with client satisfaction as well. So in other words, the chaos that had occurred amidst the brand's group billing operations in the back office negatively impacted front-facing front office operations as well. Absolutely. That's kind of a theme that we talked about in our last, um, in our last episode together. Um, You know, the clients, especially now as we're returning to normal and business on the client's end are starting to pick up, clients are going to want to know with as much transparency as possible where their risk is in, you know, covering their expenses. And when Mm -hmm. that satisfaction doesn't hit on the mark, you know, Mm -hmm. the likelihood of clients returning to a property that can't adequately estimate out what they're going to spend and prepare for that is, you know, it's going to, it's going to deter customers from returning. And that, like I mentioned in our last podcast episode, like that cycle of, you know, not mitigating that risk, turning that risk back on the customer creates a negative experience for the customer, which limits their desire to return, which limits the hotel's ability to book future business, which limits the top line revenues, right? That's trickled down to, you know, being able to cover expenses and whatnot. So, you know, whether you're one of those whether you're in operations on the front of house or operations in the back of house, no matter which way you spin it, um, whatever can be done to mitigate that risk is in literally everyone's best interest inside the building. So um, that's just one of the, and you know, in my case study findings and in the discussion, uh, my research conversations with the, the, um, the subset of um brand ambassadors that I spoke with, that was, you know, the very top of the, of the, like that concept of providing invaluable customer service through accurate, timely, um, you know, group billing is, was kind of like a big driving force in the, the, um, the implementation of the application. So after the brand implemented automation into their group billing process, uh, allowing for data from all source systems to be managed by a single application, what did they find? 
So this brand um, has been live with this application for a couple of years now. And, you know, the biggest advantage to having this application live and especially through the time of COVID, it's allowed this brand to have complete visibility into the planned performance of all of their group business, even for changes like up to and after the guest's arrival. Um, and because of this, it's allowed for the operations and billing teams to communicate, you know, uncovered balances or, you know, small risk here and there prior to arrival. Um, mm -hmm. They mitigated you know, significant financial losses. And then the brand was able to align their, you know, varying divisions on what the expected consum consumption was going to be. So it also made, um, and all of that pre-arrival work all in one consolidated area that really became very effortless once the automation element um, was incorporated. Um, it allowed the brand to have a very seamless post-departure collection of of that outstanding balance. So from, you know, the very start to the very finish, it was just all very seamless and effortless. And it allowed the brand to, you know, focus their alignment goals on actually providing really great customer service instead of worrying so much about, um, you know, it, what's this consumption gonna look like? Are we gonna be able to cover it with the funds that we've received so far? How do we have the uncomfortable conversations about, you know, exceeding that fund balance? And it just took all of that, that extra stress off and allowed the, the brand teams, the operation teams to really just provide great customer service without that question, you know, that kind of dark cloud that looms over big business. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, Maria, again, thanks so much for your help with the white paper, for doing all this data gathering and research, and thanks for sharing it with us in the podcast, on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you again so much for having me on. You know that this is my favorite thing to talk about, so I'm very delighted to share more of my thoughts with you. Oh my gosh, we're going to have to have like a third follow-up episode to this. I'm sure there's I'm, plenty to cover. There's so much. It, we've just hit the tip of the iceberg. Awesome. Well, we'll be in touch. And to wrap this episode, we've invited our Eventioneer of the Month, Sylvia Murphy, a software developer who joined Invention this summer. Hi, Sylvia. Thanks so much for coming on. Hey, it's great to be here. What do you like best about working at Evention? Um, I'd have to say my absolute favorite thing has to be the people. Um, it's great to work with people who believe in the company and the products and each other. It's, it's really refreshing. And how do you spend your time when you are not in the office slash at work? Well, um, I like to run and knit and play some video games, um, you know, with COVID going on. Uh, as the world reopens, I, I'd like to, I, I look forward to traveling and visiting new breweries because I've, I've grown to miss that. Yep. There's only so much we can do right now. <laughs> um, right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Um, and lastly, could you share a fun fact about yourself with us? Um, fun fact, uh, I'm Swiss and American. Uh, growing up, I spent my time between two hometowns that smell amazing, in my opinion. My, my hometown in Kentucky is flanked by bourbon distilleries. And then my hometown in Switzerland has a cookie factory and a chocolate factory. So you really couldn't go wrong no matter which house you visited. Yeah, no, it always smelled great. Um, 
bonus fun fact that chocolate factory near my mom's house uh, recently had a ventilation malfunction and she walked out one morning and it was snowing cocoa. You can't beat that. I love it. Uh-uh. Fun. Well, thanks again, Sylvia, for coming on. Hey, no, thanks for having me, Claire. And thanks to our listeners, Automated Back Office Briefings has officially surpassed 100 listens. Subscribe and follow Automated Back Office Briefings on your favorite podcast platform to get the latest news on all things automated accounting. Like the show, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts.